Thanks for listening to the Refuel Podcast. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for a new episode. Hey, it's awesome to be with you guys tonight. Uh, It really is cool to come home. Um, Matt is so old. He was my youth pastor when I was here at church. Um, April is not that old. I don't know how that worked out, but um, no, I loved growing up here. Uh, Cabell Midland grad, Marshall grad, uh, my wife and I, high school sweethearts, um, junior prom, uh, Cabell Midland started dating. So guys, there is hope um, for you. Keep, keep going after the ladies. At some point, if you ask enough, they will just give in. They just get tired of you. Um, love being back here. A um, couple of things about me. Uh, I love um, peanut butter. When Matt and I were on a mission trip to Panama a couple years ago, we went to all these different schools and they would ask us, they, they were so curious, what do the Americans like to eat? And every day they would ask us, what is our favorite food? I would always answer peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Uh, love to travel, uh, been all 50 states, been in about 40 countries around the world. Um, love, love, love to travel. Uh, and also huge sneakerhead. Um, so right now I can't see most of the sneakers. So let me just, I'll even close my eyes. I'll give you a quick rundown of the best sneakers in the boys high school group, just from memory, because I peep all the sneakers when I'm in a group. Uh, there was one, uh, Air Max vapor waffle. Uh, there was two Air Max 97s. Those were pretty sweet. One was all white. You got to keep those crispy. Those are hard to keep clean. Uh, there was a dude with the Kentucky high dunks on. Those were pretty nice. There were several dudes like Matt that had on like these dad boat shoes. I don't know what you call those. I'm not down with those at all. Um, there was one dude that had on cowboy boots, props to the guy for rocking the cowboy boots. Um, and then there was one dude that had the Yeezy slides on. So hook me up. Uh, whoever gets the Yeezy slides. Yeah, I don't know. Did you pay retail or resell? Okay. Give me the plug. I need the plug later. Okay. Um, so ladies, I'll have to check your sneaks out later and see what's up. Uh, definitely want to, okay. Yeah. I want to appreciate the ladies sneakers as well. Um, but it's, it's great to be here and to share with you a little bit. I love um, coming back home to Lewis and sharing. And you guys are blessed. I mean, you don't know this because this is where you are and where God has you. But trust me, as someone who's been out and been in a bunch of different churches, you guys are blessed. Uh, you have an awesome pastor who brings the word every week. You have an awesome youth pastor and his wife who love you and pour their life into you and are just amazing. So be thankful that this is where God has you and God has you in an amazing place. Um, a little bit about score. Um, I, am, I, I am really old. I'm 42. Um, but I went on a mission trip with score when I was here. Um, when I was at Marshall University, I went on a basketball mission trip because I love basketball. That basically the dude was like Caribbean and basketball. I was like, yes, please. Um, so I went, actually TJ um, was on that trip. A bunch of Lewis people were on that trip. Uh, We had a great time. And that was the first time that I realized, like God said, I can use anybody for missions. And it was like, honestly, for me, it was like this light bulb went off because I always thought it was like, you know, it was just these missionaries who came in a missions conference or like it was just Pastor Lemming or somebody like that that did missions. And going on this trip was the first time I realized like, wow, God can really use anybody. And so uh, I, the next year, did an internship with SCORE, and God used that to call me full-time. So I've been serving with SCORE 20 years. I graduated Marshall. Um, we got married, and we came on with SCORE. Um, and so here I am 20 years down the road. But I love what SCORE does. We provide opportunities for everybody to go on mission trips. So, I mean, you guys have opportunities here because you're in a church that loves missions. Are you guys, you're still doing Dominican next summer? 
Man, I would encourage you to pray about that trip. If there's a way you can get on that or pray about joining that trip or a future one, um, that is, it would be awesome for you. It'd be a huge blessing. Um, we've got some things too that um, maybe you'd like to pray about down the road. We do uh, this thing called a gap year. It's become pretty popular now with Americans. It used to be a lot of Europeans did it, but a gap year is basically when you graduate high school uh, and you want to kind of take a year to maybe explore, maybe do some adventures, maybe kind of grow in yourself a little bit, figure some things out. We do a nine-month gap year in Dominican Republic, um, and we do a little bit of Spanish classes, we do a little bit of Bible classes, and then we just let you get immersed into the culture. Uh, it's a really cool experience. So if you're kind of approaching that, graduating high school, and you're not sure about maybe what's next, um, our program is called CLIMB. I'd love for you to check it out. Um, it's on, you can find it on social media, you can find it on our website and stuff. And then we do internships as well. So uh, if there's anybody that would think, man, down the road, I'd love to maybe spend a summer, you know, a month, six weeks, something like that overseas um, doing some stuff. We have all kinds of opportunities um, like where we went in Panama, in Costa Rica, in Dominican Republic. We do U.S. interns that travel on our USA trips. So there's all kinds of cool opportunities. And I love um, serving in a ministry that just provides platforms for people. You know, I mean, for me, I'm a basketball guy. My wife is a teacher. She loves volleyball. We work with people who do medical or who do music, mission trips, construction. It's really cool just to see, man, God has gifted us all these unique abilities and talents, and they can all be used for the kingdom. So uh, it's really cool. I love what God has allowed me to do from right here. You know, I never, when I was sitting in the seat you're sitting in, I never thought this would be my path or this would be my journey. And now it's cool to look back and say, wow, God did this and I'm just along for the ride. Uh, and tonight I want to open up the word and I want to give you, I, I promise you, I am the least uh, in-depth teacher speaker that you're going to have. I am a guy who tries to just be super practical. I want to give you something that you can just walk away with, take home and maybe try to use tomorrow this week, next week in school, at work, in your life. I want you to have something you can grab on and remember and that can be used in your life. So tonight I've got three quick and easy points. Um, we're gonna open up the first scripture we're gonna be in is Matthew chapter 20. Uh, sorry to the sound booth and video guys, I didn't t give you my scriptures earlier. If you got your phone, if you got your iPad, whatever, follow along. Matthew chapter 20, I'm gonna read verses 25 to 28. It says this. But Jesus called them to him and said, you know what the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whosoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Tonight, the question I wanna ask you is, why are you saved? Why are you saved? When you asked Jesus to come into your heart and he gave you that gift of eternal life, why didn't he just take you directly to heaven? Why is it that when we are saved, Jesus leaves us here to live this life on earth? Tonight, I'm gonna to give you three simple answers to that question, why are we saved? This is the first one. We are saved to serve. We're saved to serve. It's my job to be like Jesus, to serve others. And that's difficult because in this culture where you're growing up, the middle school, the high school that you go to, a lot of people are not looking for ways to serve one another, right? We're looking ways to do things for ourselves, to serve ourselves. 
But yet Jesus here is teaching, he came not to be served, but to be a servant to others. It's very counterculture to the way you live today. How many people in here go to Huntington High School? Okay, I don't love you, but we can be friends. Uh, how many people in here are Cabo Midland? Okay, we can be besties, we can be tight. Uh, I don't know, the Grace Christian? Homeschool? And then, I don't know my middle school, so who's just my middle schoolers? Okay, so in these places that you go and you spend all these hours of your life, there are people that are in your classes that are going through heavy stuff. Difficult times, right? Like tonight in small group, the guys, we talked about highs and lows. There are a lot of guys that are carrying around these burdens of things that are kind of heavy on their heart. How easy would it be for us as a believer just to reach out to somebody and say, hey man, how's it going? And not just in a casual way, but actually like in a caring way, have a concern, have a care that you could keep up with somebody and say, just as simple as, I'll be praying for you. Not to say like, well, let's break out the Bible and read a passage, but just to say, I'm concerned, I care for you, or I'm praying for you. That's so counterculture to what we have today, but yet it's the example that Jesus gave us over and over again. So that's the first answer to why are we saved, is we are saved to serve. Secondly, let's jump over to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And again, I'm just going to read a few verses. 1 Corinthians 9, 19, and I'm going to read down to 23. For though I am free from all, I've made myself a servant. So there's that again. He's saying again, I've made myself a servant. Why, why is he a servant? That I might win more of them. To the Jews, I became a Jew in order to win the Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law. Though not being myself under the law, then I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I might share with them in its blessings. The second answer to why are we saved is that we are saved to share. We are saved to share the gospel. That is one of the main reasons that we are here in this place is that, like Paul said, I will do anything to share the gospel with somebody. To people who live out Wayne, I'll talk like I'm from out Wayne to share the gospel with them. To somebody who goes to Huntington High, I'll fit in with a crowd of people that go to Huntington High. If it's a group of sneakerheads, I'll fit in with sneakerheads. Whatever it is, Paul is saying, listen, I can fit in with a group of people, not just to be accepted or to be cool, but that I could fit in in order to share the gospel with them. That's one of the main reasons that we're here. I mean, when we accepted Jesus into our heart, he said, the gift of eternity is ours. Eternal life is ours. We can immediately have gone to heaven and been with him. But he said, no, I've got a purpose. I've got a reason that I want to leave you here. We're saved to serve and we're saved to share. That's the whole, when you boil it down, when we talk about missions these next few weeks, as you're on this focus, this theme of missions, it's as simple as sharing the gospel. That's what missions is. I've got to do it in some cool places. I've got to go to Africa and Nepal and Romania and some cool places. But you know what? 
The gospel is needed downtown Huntington. The gospel is needed in the school where you are, at the job where you work, in your family. I told somebody today, be praying for me next week. I'm going to um, Gatlinburg next week with my family and my sister-in-law doesn't know Jesus. And so I am called to share the gospel with my family. I'm saved so that I can share. That's one of the reasons that I'm saved. And then lastly, 2 Timothy 2.2. 2 Timothy 2.2. This is Paul speaking. Paul says, And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust to faithful men. This is a really cool picture. This is the church word here is discipleship. You might call it mentoring. You might call it teaching. Church word, we use the word discipleship. But it's Paul talking to Timothy and saying, you are saved to sow, S-O-W, to sow, to invest in others. I wanted them to all begin with the letter S, you know, so we can remember it easier. Save to serve, save to share, save to sow. Can I get really quick four, four uh, volunteers to jump up here with me? Just come on up, four people. Just stand right there along the front. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, sorry. Y'all, y'all talked about it too long and it didn't happen. All right. So we're just going to go down the line here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you what this scripture says, right? So what's your name? Gabe. Nope, it's Paul. So today, this guy is Paul. Okay, this is the apostle Paul. What's your name? Josh. No, it's Timothy. So right now, uh, this is Timothy, right? So this scripture is Paul speaking to Timothy. And here's what he says, 2 Timothy 2.2. He says, what you have heard, Timothy, from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust that to faithful men who can teach others also. So Paul is saying, I've been saved a long time. People like Pastor Lemming and Pastor Matt have poured into me and I, I'm a believer, a follower of Jesus. I'm mature in my faith and you can trust me that I can lead you to a deeper walk with Christ. So Paul is pouring his life into Timothy and his encouragement is to Timothy is to find faithful men that he can now pour his life into and that the faithful men will teach others also. So your name is others also. That's your name tonight. And it's, it's this model of reproduction, of multiplication. So Paul may not even know these guys down here, but because Paul has sowed into, he's invested into Timothy's life, Timothy is going to keep that going. And this is the model of discipleship. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. It is, it is amazing to think that Many, many, many people are sitting in big church tonight and all they do is show up on Sundays and Wednesdays and sit in church and soak it in and go home, right? I mean, we're being honest, right? That's what happens. Some of you guys, some of you high schoolers have been here long enough. You need to pull alongside a middle schooler and say, you know what? I don't know everything about discipleship. I don't know everything about Jesus and the gospel, but you know what? I could pull alongside this middle schooler. I could invest in them. I could pour into them. I could mentor them a little bit. The things that I've learned from Matt and April, I could probably teach a few things to a younger person. That's the model. That's what we're saying here. God said, you are saved so that you can serve others. 
You are saved so that you can share the gospel. And then you're saved so that you can sow and invest into others also. I would love to come in here and just blow your mind away with like amazing things tonight, but I'm, I'm giving you the core truth of what missions is about. This is as simple as it is. God didn't make it so that we couldn't figure it out and do it. God said it's simple so that children can understand it and so that we can live out the gospel. You know, for me, I go all over the world and I share this truth of Jesus came to this earth, died for me, lived a sinless life, died for me, bore my sin, your sin on the cross, was in the tomb, raised again, and offers that relationship for all of us. Tonight, I'm obviously talking about missions is, is a job for people who already know Jesus. I don't know you guys. I, I, many of you guys, tonight's the first time I met you. There might be some of you guys that are sitting here tonight and saying, I'm not even saved. I don't even have that step down yet. So if you're not there, if you don't have Jesus yet, forget about the rest of it. We need to get that first thing settled. My man here that uh, said Romans 5.8 before we started singing says, but God demonstrated his love for you and that while you were yet sinners, while you were on the other team, Christ died for you because he loved you. It'd be like some of these guys we're talking about, they just had senior night um, soccer. Was that right? It was just senior soccer night. Can you imagine like Midland and Huntington High playing against each other on senior night? Obviously the Knights are gonna win, but the, the Knights and the Highlanders don't get along, right? So would somebody from Cabell Midland ever do something to help Huntington High on the soccer pitch? No, we're not gonna help them, right? We wanna crush them, we wanna humiliate them. We don't want them to win. Jesus said, when we were on the other team from him, when we were his enemy, he loved us so much that he died for us. He didn't just say it, he had action to back it up. Some of you tonight maybe have never received that love. Maybe you've never received that gift. I don't want you leaving here tonight not getting that figured out. Like that's the basis of, of everything. Once you get that figured out, now we can talk about why we're saved and what we're gonna do with it, how we can be missionaries here in Barbersville, Huntington, West Virginia, and around the world. But seriously, do not leave here tonight if you don't have that first step figured out. Um, man, I, I would hate to come here and spend a week in Huntington talking about missions and all these things that God is doing around the world and not give you an opportunity to receive Jesus tonight. I'm gonna close this out with prayer and then Matt is gonna come up and do whatever he does at the end. But if you are saved tonight, I want you to think about just those three simple things. If you're saved, are you serving anyone? If you're saved, have you been sharing the gospel with anyone? And if you're saved, have you been sowing, have you been investing in anyone else's life? Hopefully you can see in one of those areas where you could maybe use some growth. Maybe God's talking to you about that tonight. I want you to take a moment and talk to the Lord about that. Let's bow our head and close our eyes. Why don't you just talk to God for a second about that? Maybe he showed you something tonight. Maybe he revealed something to you. And tonight, if you've never asked Jesus into your life, tonight would be an awesome night to get that settled. I know I will stay here however long it takes to talk to someone, Matt and April, uh, the adults that are in the room. That's the reason that we come. That's the reason we are here is because we love you and we want you to have that settled.
Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to come tonight and just to open up your word and to share. Lord, thank you that when we did accept you, when we did become saved, that you allowed us to be used of you. Lord, that you allow us to be a part of this thing called missions, that we could serve others, that we could share the gospel, and that we could sow into others' lives. I pray that you would help us tonight. Show us where we're short or weak in some of those areas and help us to take strides, to take steps tomorrow, next week, to grow in those areas. Lord, bring those things to our mind when we're at school, when we're at work, when we have opportunities. I pray that you would bring those things to our mind. Thank you for everything you do for us. In your name I pray, amen. Thanks again for listening to the Refuel podcast. If you have any questions or would like to review the notes from this podcast, be sure to download the Refuel app from the App Store on any mobile device.